This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. And now, the new home of the Chicago Bears. We are live from the State Street Old National Bank Studio, WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. Welcome to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Friday night calls, all calls welcome, sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80 proof, crafted and crafted to be savored responsibly. Abdallah, we love Friday nights. All calls welcome. Uh, we will take any phone call this evening from 6 to 8 here on ESPN 1000 at 312-332-3776. Uh, we have a few developments, though, uh, that we need to get to to start things hmm. with all calls welcome. Hmm. Whoa, what's that music? Whoa! Good God Almighty! It's Mitchell Displays music! Well, he's not on the line at the no. moment. Uh, mm-hmm. I do feel like when we play the music, we awake the Kraken. Yeah. Uh, so it is possible <laughs> he may call at some point. I just want to get this uh, out of the way. If you're new to the program, program. Uh, here on All Calls Welcome on a Friday night, brought to you by Tito's Handmade Vodka, we take any phone call. All of them. Uh, so, so you can call the show. You can in, enjoy with us and, and enjoy the conversation. And we take calls on various different topics. And and the thing that I want to establish here is if you're listening for the first time, we've had a caller who's called the show for many years now. His name is Mitchell in Desplaines. Now, Mitchell sometimes can uh, come after either myself or Adam or uh, if a co-host is uh, filling in like a Shea Norling. Mm -hmm. uh, Sometimes Mitchell goes after us. Uh, That has happened in the past. Uh, There's usually good back and forth. and, And it's, I find it entertaining. Yeah. There are a lot of people listening to this show who can't stand Mitchell's phone calls. Correct. That happens. Uh, one of those people being our boss, Danny Zerman, director of content here at ESPN 1000. Now, Adam brings to me new information this afternoon about one Mitchell and Displays because he calls all the time to our show. He used to call all the shows. Mm-hmm. I think Cap yelled at him once, and then he was like, I'm done calling Cap shows. So then he started calling Black and Abdallah exclusively. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was like, you know what? Mitchell needs a little bit of a song. He needs a theme. He needs an intro. Well, that ran until about two weeks ago when Danny Zerman banned him from the show. Banned. He had a lifetime ban per Danny Zerman. He texted us and said, cut him off. That's it. He's banned. 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 And Abdal has new information. So today I was at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Schaumburg along with Carmen and Yurko and a few members of our fine team here at ESPN Chicago. One of them being Keith R. Market manager, also known as Danny's boss. <laughs> and he said to me, I was, I was saying goodbye to everybody. I was like, all right, guys, how's everything go? Were the partners happy? Everybody good? Everybody good? You know? And he was like, yeah, you heading back? And I was like, yeah. He's like, Friday night, all calls welcome. I go, <laughs> see, Keith, most calls are welcome. And he goes, what do you mean? And I go, well, Mitchell and Displains is banned. And he goes, who did that? And I said, Danny. And he goes, 
Word for word. And I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Oh, it I don't seems like start, you're going to start something here. I don't here. want to start a fight. It, it seems like you're starting something here. I don't here. want to start a fight between Danny and Keith Williams. Like, I don't want this weekend. Like, it's Thanksgiving. It's the holiday season. Like, come on. Like, I don't want to start a fight. You're giving snitch. I'm <laughs> not giving snitch. I think, I think you're starting something here. I'm not here. giving snitch. Because Keith said, not banned. Whoa! So we have, we have a no ban on Mitchell. Keith said, not banned. And I go... I mean, there's a hierarchy here. There's a rank and file, right? That's true. Keith is the big boss. Keith is the big boss. His office is bigger. Yeah, well, yes. And the title <laughs> also bigger. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. So, okay. So, Keith Williams says... That there is no ban on Mitchell and the Splines. I now, mean, now, the, now, listen, Danny. If he's listening, he can text Keith, and Keith can they can they can figure it out themselves. But a higher ranking official has said that right now, as long as he's good, Mitchell and the Splines unbanned. Okay, the I just I just want to say this. Uh, ever since Mitchell was banned, he has not called the station. He hasn't tried to call. So so he may have taken it. Uh, he may have taken it to heart that he was well, banned I mean, and he's not going to call anymore. Uh, also, you know that that puts me in the, the predicament here because even though Keith is saying he's not banned, yeah. I'm the one pushing the buttons. I'm the one that's going to get the wrath of Zerman. No, listen, I all I said was I didn't ask to unban him. I didn't say I didn't go behind Danny's back and say, hey, Keith. Danny banned a caller of ours. Can you outrank him? It's kinda, not like kind of sound like, like that's like, how you put it to Keith. Like today. mom said no, so I'm going to dad. It kind of sound. That's nope. kind of how it sounded. He said all calls welcome, and you I was said, just yeah, like, yeah, but except he one. said Mitchell and displays. He goes, but Mitchell. you could have also just said yeah and kept no, 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 the, the no, combo no. moving. He said all calls welcome, and I said most calls welcome. He goes Mitchell and displays, and I go well, see that's the guy. He brought up Mitchell and displays. Well, he's a fan favorite. I didn't bring up Mitchell and displays. Keith brought up Mitchell and Desplaines, and I had to inform him that said Mitchell and Desplaines has been banned, and he goes, ban lifted. Okay, so that's interesting. That's that's good information to know. See, to uh, me, this is like yeah. the Big Ten saying, Harbaugh, sit down, and then the NCAA, if they would have come in and been like, no, you don't have to. Guess what? Okay. Big Ten, we're bigger than you. Sure. We outrank you. So that's it. Okay, so so there you go. There's the latest information that we received on the show is that Mitchell and Desplaines was banned. Now the ban has been lifted. Uh, there was a, a ruling that uh, went over Zetterman's head. Uh, so we'll see how this goes. Now, <laughs> Mitchell hasn't called. He has not. He's we'll not on hold. See. He's not on the line. Haven't heard from him in two weeks since he was banned. So we'll see how that plays out here on the rest of the program. Black and Abdallah on a Friday night. All calls welcome. Sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. I do want to ask you about this. Uh, did you know minutes ago the city of Chicago lit their Christmas tree out in Millennium Park? It's lit. At 6 o'clock, they, they hit the button and the tree lights up. Okay, cool. Okay, so yeah, awesome. Earlier today, I was walking around downtown here in the Loop, and the lights are going up on, on different uh, you know uh, stuff outside the poles and, mm-hmm. and all the trees outside. You know, Christmas lights are going up. Holiday lights are going up. I was walking by a hotel, and in the hotel, they had the Christmas trees already up and lit. Okay. That's too early. 
Dude, like, I don't mind the outside lights going up because we can see lights here on State Street. They're the, the poles outside the the street lamps. Yeah, these have lights on them. There's They're lights. On. You know, all, the trees have lights on them. I, I understand this week getting the outside ready, but if you're inside or you're a business, to have your Christmas tree up already, dude, Target that is way too Target soon. had the stuff out on Halloween, not to purchase. It's up as if it's already yeah. decorated, dude. I, That's okay. a different thing. I is today. What is today? Today's uh, November seventeenth. No, but like, is today? Today's a Friday. Yeah. Is Friday. today? Is today? Did something change? Is today Black Friday? No. Okay, because my email. It's next Friday. But my email is littered with Black Friday emails starting today. Black Friday deals early. Black Friday starts today. All my emails, all these, all these brands that I can't get rid of, say Black Friday starts today. That it's. Hmm? It's next Friday. It's next Friday. I know it's next Friday. Everything is earlier. Everything. Everything. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm walking around and I see that there's Christmas trees already up and the lights are on and they're decorated. That's fine. We're not even the Thanksgiving yet. But I feel like now... Inside trees. That is way too early. I understand the outside lights going up. So you just want to have the trees up and not lit until next Friday? No, 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 no. You don't start putting up the trees inside until after Thanksgiving. Mm -mm. Who's having Thanksgiving dinner with a Christmas tree up already? A lot of people. Are you serious? When I get off the train and I walk my block to my apartment... People have their trees up? There's a bunch of people on my block already with their Christmas trees up. Are you sure those aren't just sickos who just keep their trees up? No, because like, because I don't notice it. Because well, I noticed it, right? Like I'm walking by and it is in the window, and like I yeah. can see it. I would have noticed it if they kept it up all year. Pre-Thanksgiving is way too much. We don't. Put, we put up pre-Thanksgiving. Ours, we put ours up the day after the Friday after Thanksgiving. That's a fine tradition. Friday, the, Friday after the day after Thanksgiving, the weekend after Thanksgiving. That's a great time yeah. to do so. We go to our local tree farm, Home Depot. And we get our tree, and we put it up. I'm not spending 200 bucks on a Christmas tree, Chris. No, I'm with you. I, I think we got ours from Home Depot last year, too. I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'll support local businesses. Lower your damn prices. Like, well, that's ridiculous. Well, here, the, that's the thing is some of the tree farms here in the city. They gouge you. Oh, yeah, especially the ones I like. There, there was one that popped up at the, uh, you know, the old uh, Vienna beef uh, hot dog lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was that off of Clybourne over yeah. there? It's like right by, there's right by Home Depot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. By the, so we went to, we wanted to go to the small business or yeah. whatever, and then oh, they're yeah. like cash only. We're like, okay, they're like 300 bucks. We're like, what? Get out of here. So we drove across the street to the Home Depot, and we got a tree, a beautiful tree right there at the Home Depot. It was great. I, w- I would, I, yeah, I can't, I'm not, I'm all for supporting small businesses. Don't price gouge me. <laughs> well, right. I, that's that's what's great. I, I just wanted to, like, I was walking around today. I'm seeing workers, you know, the, the people out here working on the streets. They're putting up the lights on the trees and on the, all the light posts. I and think then it's fine. And the city looks beautiful. I think it looks great. And the city just lit the Christmas tree out in Millennium Park. It's the 110th time they've lit a tree out there in the park. Uh, so it looks great. That just happened 10 minutes ago. But having it up inside is crazy to me. I think it's fine because of what is happening today. Like if they weren't lighting the Christmas tree today, like it's a it's a theme. You're outside, people come downtown, they see the tree, they see it lit, they go to the store, the tree's there, it's lit, right? 
There's a difference, I, I think. I think that's wild. Black and Abdallah here on a Friday night. All calls welcome. It's sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Bob and Juliet, you're up first. What's up, Bob? Yeah, thanks for taking the call. Yeah, I just want to ask Adam. Um, mm-hmm. I remember a couple of weeks ago listening. You were taking, you were talking, <laughs> you were downgrading the Bears, and then you said, I'm taking the Bears with the uh, nine and a half points. So yeah, and they cover Okay, yeah. So what were you thinking when they hit the upright? And then what were you thinking when they um, did the, you know, victory formation and, you know, which covered your bet? I, um, that's I was my... thinking, good job by me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> good job, Adam. That's what I said to myself. I said, you know what? Good job, Adam. Great teams did cover. Did you buy the family or anyone in the um, – ESPN uh, boardroom, uh, any donuts or coffee or anything like that? First I of all, Bob, stingy. I'm not I'm not betting that much money to, to yeah. Be, you got to the be, the McDonald's and the McFlurry to, the I other did, night. I did, yeah, but you got my dinner last night, so we're even. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like I'm not betting enough money to be handing out lunches here. Like, come on, this is just for fun. This is just for fun. One eight hundred gambler. No lunch money, Bob. Yeah. Hey, my second question is: yeah. Do you think uh, Eberflus will, uh, you know, be excused? Uh, on your on the record right now, you think he'll be excused at the end of the year? Thanks. Yeah, on the Love record. Yeah, thanks, Bob. Thanks for the phone call. I, if I had to make a guess this second, I would say yes. Yeah, I don't. I'm not as optimistic. Um, I don't know if you're optimistic, but the way we were talking uh, a few nights ago about the quarterbacks that they're facing the rest of the year, like the the last three games are easy, right? Uh, it's Atlanta, it's Arizona, and it's Green Bay. Isn't that, yeah. Is that the order? No, it's Arizona, Atlanta, Green Bay in that order, right? Those are easier games. You have, you have an opportunity to win those games. Despite the bad quarterback play that you may get in a few of these games coming up, like the Lions with Goff, they're good, right? But the, um, the Vikings don't have their quarterback, and the uh, Browns no longer have their quarterback. I don't think it's going to be as easy as people think, right? Because those are still top five defenses. Like the Browns have the best defense in the NFL. And sure, your defense is fine right now. They're not great, but they've been playing better. I just don't, like you're facing a bad quarterback. That's fine. I don't know how you're going to score. Like the offense hasn't shown when they face good defenses, the ability to score. And until they do, I'm going to say that I'm going to judge them more off the next four games than I am off the final three games, you know? It's Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Friday night calls, all calls welcome, sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. We'll have more of your phone calls coming up next with Black and Abdallah. Chicago's home for sports, Black and Abdallah, ESPN Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. I'd like you to meet someone who's really special. It's Black and Abdallah. A real inspiration. Follow us on the gram at Black and Abdallah and at ESPN underscore Chicago. Welcome, sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. If I asked you what's a movie 
that made you cry, what would you say? Oh, man. Let me, uh, where do I start? Um, think, think back to back in the day. What, what's a movie that would make you cry? Back in the day? I don't have to go that cry. up. Okay, yeah. Up is sad. The start of Up is just. If you don't cry at the start up, you have brutal. no soul. Yeah, that's tough. No uh, soul. Uh, it, along those lines, what's another Pixar movie that. Uh, the, uh, Toy Story 3? Yeah, is I it think three so. where he gives away the toys? When at the he end? gives away the toys. Yeah. When Andy gives away yeah. his toys. Yeah. That is a tough one to get through without crying. Yeah. Let's all admit it. We're all in a safe space here. That's yeah, a tough one to get through. Yeah. Have you seen the latest information uh, that's out there I, today? I did. I saw so this. Tim Allen is out promoting something, and he was on a podcast, and he let it slip what the possible plot for Toy Story 5 is about. And what he said is the story is about Andy trying to find all of his old toys to reunite them to then give to his child. Mm-hmm. And that's what Toy Story 5 is going to be. Uh, yeah. See, right? Like, like because uh, when he gives away all the toys, how can you not cry at that? Uh, right? Like, that's up there with uh, an Air Bud. You know in Air Bud, when, when the kid takes the dog to the park and says, run away, Air Bud, mm-hmm. and the dog doesn't know, like, that he, he the kid wants him to just run yeah, away. Like, that's yeah. a tearjerker, too. Yeah. There was a story earlier oh, yeah. this year about how crying in movies shows emotional strength. Oh, see, there you go. Yeah. I'll cry in a movie. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. But I, I saw Watch that. Watch me cry in this it, movie. It's getting picked up everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toy Story 5, that's what the plot is going to be about. Is Andy trying to track down and find all of his old toys to then give to his current child? Man. Oh, let's see. That, that's that's going to be good. Yeah. That's going to be good. I don't think I saw the last one. Was that the last one? No, I didn't see four. I don't think I saw four. Stunk. Kevin says it's bad. All right. He's out on four. Out on Kevin, four. are you in on uh, Andy, adult Andy, trying to collect all of his old toys for his kids? Um, yeah, I could get into that. Uh, I mean, four was not good, but I, I do love the franchise, so I would definitely give it a shot. Have you seen Up? I've not seen Up. Okay. No. Did you cry in Up? He haven't seen it. Well, he, he needs to watch it. it. All right. 312-332-3776. Black Abdal, it's a Friday night. Uh, let's go to Chris in Cole City. You're on ESPN 1000. Hello, Chris. Hey, what's up, boys? How you doing? We're good. What, what's up? So uh, this year, my uh, my five-year-old, I'm going to get him an old school N64. Okay. Nice. And, um, you know, I'm looking at, you know, a few games. Uh, I'm thinking, you know, probably Mario Kart. I'm mm-hmm. thinking uh, a Bond mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe uh, Donkey Kong, Pokemon. I don't know. What, what do you guys think a, a good three-game three, three game or four-game set would be? For a five-year-old? Yeah. Resident oh. Evil. <laughs> <laughs> a Mortal Kombat. I mean, he, he's into all of that. So <laughs> I don't know about Resident all Evil. Right, so so the question is, Nintendo 64, back in the you. day, three games. You okay. can only have three. What are so, your three? Uh, GoldenEye for sure. GoldenEye. Absolutely. I really liked because uh, there weren't a lot of games when uh, yeah. it first came out. Um, let's see, uh, N sixty four. Any of the like? Uh, um, here, here, I'll answer the question. What's the, what was the one with the? We just talked about it the other day. Zelda? No, 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 not Zelda. The other one where we mentioned it. Uh, Crash Bandicoot? Bandicoot. That was PlayStation, PlayStation. Pal. Okay, my fault. Get your system straight. Well, I wasn't a PlayStation guy. Here, here's what you do, Chris. Get Mario sixty four. Yeah. Get Mario Kart. Yeah. yeah. 
Get Goldeneye. Goldeneye for that's sure. That's the three pack to get him started. Oh, Star Fox. Star, right. Star Fox is good. Star Fox. That's what Ooh. I was thinking of. Star Fox. Yeah. Star Fox was a good one. Okay. All right, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for the call, Chris. Appreciate you. Yeah. Did you guys play Wave Race? Yeah, Wave Race was good. Wave really Race fun game. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. was like one of those that you got early. You know, like when you first got the system. Mm-hmm. I-, I played recently. It still holds up. Does it? It does. Yeah, it's very fun. What's wrong with Resident Evil? Yeah, Resident Evil's kid's, good. Kid's five. He's probably sleeping well. <laughs> I, I just think that the, that's the three-pack you start with. Yeah. See, here's the deal uh, on the show tonight. Abdallah, you've put me in a tough spot. How have I put you in a tough spot? Like, what do I do now? I'm going to get the heat from Zerman if I do this. I'm telling you this. Okay, for those of you just joining us, like an Abdallah, Mitchell and Displains has been banned by our director of content, Danny Zetterman, for like the last two weeks. He called in a few weeks ago. He was not nice. And Danny said, he's banned. Okay? Yes. So today, I was at Buffalo Wild Wings in Schaumburg with Carmen and Yurko. And our market manager, Keith Williams, was there. And he said to me, you guys are on tonight? And I go, yeah. He goes, Friday night. All calls welcome. I go, yeah. He goes, Mitchell and Desplaines. I go, no. He's been banned. And he goes, what do you mean he's been banned? And I told him the whole story. And he goes, I believe to use the word dictatorship <laughs> and how this is not. I, I was hoping he would say this is not a this is a cheerocracy and not a democracy. Um, but he said that D- that Mitchell and Desplaines is not banned. He goes, you can't ban him. You can't ban him. I that's what we thought. But and he was I banned said, by Zerman. And I said, okay. I go, you're you're the boss. You are the boss. So how do I do this now? Because well, I think we awoken the kraken. It's time to pick a side. Well, <laughs> you know what, Chris. Your silence is deafening. Oh, is it? Yeah, your silence oh, no, on this, uh, your this silence is what on, it is? your silence on this matter <laughs> cuz I don't have a stand. Your silence on this I'm matter not aside. is deafening. What if what if we go with like a, a short little exposure of of Mitchell and Desplaines? Do you think you think you think Mitchell can only give us like 1 minute here yeah. and then and then Mitchell give us just the tip. But Here he is, Mitchell and Desplaines. How are you doing there, Team Transparent? Team uh, uh, Gemini. All right, so first of all, I like Keith. He's a good guy. He's level-headed. He makes good <laughs> decisions, and he knows what he's talking about. You can't have a dictatorship when you have what I call your First Amendment rights. I like you, Keith, a lot. Keep up the good work, and I'm going to send you a bonus. Uh, second of all, we're <laughs> going on Sunday. All right, I want you to go back to 1980. That's when the Bears played the Lions. The Lions in 1980 were the division leaders. They were 9-7, and seven, and they had to beat the Bears in Detroit. Okay. Vince Evans was their quarterback, Chris. And you know what? In the fourth quarter, in the two-minute drill, Vince Evans comes back from like a 12, 15-point deficit, ties the game, and Dave Williams, on because uh, they won the uh, won overtime, they got the ball. So he scored a touchdown on the, uh, the kickoff. And it was awesome. I was 11 years old, 1980. It was huge. Now, fast forward. I don't think Sunday is going to have those similar results. You have David Montgomery, who said something very profound. He said, I left Chicago for really the same money because I got tired of the losing culture. And you've had another quarter, you had another bear play. I think uh, the guy from the Ravens that was the middle linebacker, didn't he say something like that? Yeah, Roquan did last week. Yeah, 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 he did. I think that Montgomery left because they wouldn't pay him. I think if they would have paid him, he'd still be here. But, okay, he literally, if you look at the finances, it's not that much. And you know, to be traded within a division, you know, I know what happened with Minnesota and Detroit last year with, that, with I think, the tight end, um, if that's accurate. But this is a little different. 
I think that the, the Detroit Lions today, modern day, is what they did against the Chargers is amazing. The Chargers destroyed the Bears. And I, I realize that the Bears have upgrades on defense, so that might alter some things. It really, it, Justin Fields coming out with this dislocated thumb. I, this is the worst case scenario. I, I, I do not see a positive outcome. You got Saturn Same. in Same. Pisces. And by the way, yep. Team Pisces, his sun sign is Justin Fields, which represents all the strife and struggle when you have uh, Saturn in your, you know, in that particular alignment with your sun sign, or if you're in a Saturn return. But I digress. Okay. I think it's going to be 48 to 12 oh. because I think 48 the 48 to 12. 48 to 12 because I think that listen, Jared Goff is at he's playing at an accelerated level with a with a, with a coach. He's in alignment. Here's the thing: the alignment is with the coach, the quarterback, and the offensive coordinator. Now, everybody in your team, right? On all the channels, which I've been highly loyal to on this little what I call impasse we had, I've been very loyal. And they all say the same thing. They all want this coach to be, what is it, the offensive coordinator to be the coach next year for the Bears? So they're all in alignment. Okay, that's something the Bears don't have. There's a lot of tacit details that are happening behind the scenes between, uh, obviously, polls. Uh, the head coach and uh, and obviously J- uh, Justin Fields, where it's not connected. And by the way, when you have a dislocated uh, thumb, I've, that, that is like that is like as a quarterback, it's very difficult to throw with any touch, torque, or zip. I think they're going to go <laughs> after him in that thumb, and I think it's going to be very challenging because here's the thing: when you can't execute the throws, and by the way, Justin Fields historically has a slow delivery, yeah. so that's working to his detriment. This would be this is the worst case. If anything, yeah, it's going to be a tough game, Mitchell. It's going to be a tough so game. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Mitchell. Appreciate it. There Fine. he is. Mitchell in the Splains. Find someone that loves you as much as Mitchell loves Vince Evans. Boy, off the band. Back. And better than ever. You're in trouble. I'm in trouble? You <laughs> wanted to go to it. <laughs> you looked at your phone. You were so scared. I, I honestly <laughs> did. I, I tapped the phone to see if we had a text. This is Chicago's Home for Sports on FM 100.3 HD2, ESPN <laughs> Chicago app, and ESPN 1000. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's Home for Sports. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Follow the show on Twitter at Chris Black and at Adam A. Abdallah. I do think the Bears are in for one, though. On Sunday, this is going to be a tough test. And we've seen to this point, this Eberflus coach team doesn't show up when they're a big-time underdog. And usually they, they don't play well. That, that's what we've seen to this point in the two years that we've seen Eberflus coach this team. It's not just Eberflus. I mean, this goes back to 2019. The Bears are 5-20-1 against the spread, against the division, since 2019. They've covered five games in four years against the division. That's crazy. That's how bad they've been. Like, not, not win. Cover. Cover. Like, hang, be in the game. Right, and and then also you add in a quarterback who hasn't played in a month, 
uh, who, before he got hurt, was up and down, right? He was struggling in that Vikings game that he got hurt in, mm-hmm. but the weeks prior, he looked really good, and it yeah. looked like he was starting to, to, to get a little something going. They were worse defenses. Yeah, yeah that's fair, but... It, it but was have, nice to see him play well it is, for once. But you have to you have to put that into your evaluation. Like I at never the end said of this, it didn't though. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying you didn't. At the end of the season, when Ryan Poles gets together with Kevin Warren and they try to figure out whether they're what they're doing, right? Are they moving on from Matt Eberflus? Are they moving on from Justin Fields? Are they drafting a quarterback? What are they doing? Like you can't just look and say, "Oh, well, he had some good games." Yeah, he had some good games. Asterisk against bad defenses. Like, look at his game against the competition you want to beat. You want to beat the Vikings. They confuse the crap out of him on defense, right? See what they do against the Lions this weekend. They have the ninth best defense in the NFL. They're a top 10 defense. See what they do. They're fourth or third in rushing yards allowed per game. So guess what? This is on Justin to throw the ball. Like, they're going to stop the run. The Lions are going to stop the run. It's on you to be accurate with the football and not turn the ball over. To add to that, when they look at the head coach and they say, look at the wins that you have, mm-hmm. you do the same thing yeah, with who absolutely. they face, the quarterbacks they face. Absolutely you do. Like, like Eberflus has only beaten bad or backup quarterbacks. Eberflus. That's it. He now, hasn't beaten anyone of, of note to this point. If in these next four games against good defenses, you know, the Lions twice, the Vikings and the Browns, Justin Fields looks good, puts up some numbers. Maybe they win a couple of them because you, you, like you said, you know, there's not the Vikings and the Browns don't have their starting quarterback. So if you find a way to win those two games, even though the defense is playing well, the the other team's defense is playing well, then okay, then it's like all right, because then you still have the opportunity to win those last three games. Maybe you win five games here, you go five and two in the last seven. All right, then we're talking about a different evaluation than losing these four games and then winning the final three to have six. Cause like if they end the season with six wins, but their wins are against, let's see the commanders, the Raiders, the Panthers, the Cardinals, Falcons, and the Packers at the end of the year, that does nothing for me. No, sure. Doesn't oh, do anything. You doubled your win total from last year, but look at who you beat. Yeah, like a bunch that of nobodies. That doesn't count. It's pro. It's it's minimal progress. Before we get back to the phone calls, I, I do want to address this. Uh, the Bulls host the Magic tonight, seven o'clock at the UC. Uh, it's a in season tournament night. Adal, what's your favorite in season tournament theory, uh, storyline to this point this season? Oh, the the, the intense play <laughs> by the teams that has led to two brawls. We've had two brawls because you know what? I don't what, think Chris? that had anything no, no, to do no. with the in-season this tournament. This means more. It means more. Oh, you see, does it? You see that special court. and They're going to have the red court out there tonight for the Bulls, in, right? Something in, in these athletes, in these oh NBA players, something in their head. That switch flips on when you see that court. When it's just an all-red court. But when you're seeing red on the court, you're seeing red off the court. That That's LL right. Cool J song gets them fired up, yeah, too. It's, it's just, uh, Abdal wasn't here the night that we were uh, running the song, Kevin. Oh, I heard it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Ready for the NBA. This is, this is how they dance, right? LL Cool J, the roots. They're playing it right now. I can see me. Nothing says get ready for this tournament like LL Cool J. You want to endear yourself to the youth of America? You bring in the best. 
You bring in NCIS's LL Cool J. I, I put the post on that too. I'm a joke. I the post well, you're such an in-season fan that you, I mean, who you know the song. Who is it? Actually, I love Black Thought. He's, he's awesome. I can't, I can't besmirch the good name of Black Thought, so I refuse to do that. Man, this is... At least it's not like he didn't write a new song for this. I'm glad they're just using, like, an old one. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, this is really bringing in Gen Z. Like, he wasn't getting in the booth for this. He's like, just... Mama said to knock you out. Just, Gen Z's all about this. Who's the old song? From LL Cool J. I uh, guarantee you, we have producers who probably don't know LL Cool J, the rapper. They just know him as the actor on TV. On NCIS? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We have young enough producers. They're not here tonight, but I, I bet if we took a, a poll between Charlie, Jack, oh, yeah. Jake, Justin, yeah. Sean, yeah. that one of them would say, oh, he's an actor. Yeah. They wouldn't say, oh, yeah, that's the musician. That's, that's LL the cool rapper, J. an occasional Grammy host. Right. <laughs> LL Cool J. But, you know, the NBA is really bringing in the people with the in-season tournament, with the the funky courts. And, uh, you know, it's a big, big game tonight, Bulls and Magic, because this is a tournament game. Well, this, this, one, is, this one counts. Well, but it counts the same as the other one, because this one goes towards the normal standings, too. But you got to play to win. But, yeah, but it's like, yeah, you're, yeah, sure, you have to play. But they also would have to play the game, even if they didn't play the tournament You got to play, and you got to play well to win. 312-332-3776. All calls welcome on Friday night. Sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. John in Austin, Texas. I'm listening on the ESPN Chicago app. What's up, John? Uh, hey guys, how you doing? Good. Good. Hey, uh, one thing I got two questions. First of all, movies you cry to toy story. I had absolutely no idea that that was a tearjerker. So I'm going to have to go back and watch that. One. For me, uh, feel of dream was always the movie that, mm. that mm-hmm. kind of hit home for me when Kevin Costner asked yep. his dad to have a catch. Have oh, a catch. Yeah. That one that, yeah, I I have to get up and walk out of the room. Yeah, when that mm-hmm. when that comes playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so aside from that, sure. Uh, Eberflus, like you guys know that Eberflus has yep. <laughs> Ryan Poles has a plan, right? We're, we've been seeing that for the last year and a half, two years now. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you guys are so bent on Eberflus getting fired. Brian Poles hired him knowing he's going to make these changes in the in the Bears locker room. So why would it be all of a sudden that he's out instead of giving him a chance when they get the, the roster together? Well, my, my response to that, my response to that, John, thanks for the phone call. Appreciate you listening. Would be the reason why he would be out is because they haven't really shown much of an improvement on the field. I, I get that polls is the one that's tearing down the roster, but I do believe the commentary that you and I brought to the table in the summer and into the fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and I were around Hallis Hall a lot this summer. We all, all of our shows had chances to broadcast from training camp. We were up there. We, we, we got to spend a lot of time up in Lake Forest. I was under the impression that they were ready to win this year. I think they were too. They were ready to start winning games. Now, mm-hmm. compete for championships, I think, is still down the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even maybe compete for the division, still down the road. 
I don't think they saw three and seven. I think they saw a 500 team. They're going to win some games. They're going to be exciting. And there was going to be standard uh, progress moving forward with this group. And I think that's why you can't be Matt Eberflus, go three and 14 and only win three or four games in your second year. It's just just not going to work. You can't do it. I also think, um, you know, when you look at Matt Eberflus and what he's done, the, the, the team wouldn't have signed Yannick Ngakwe and tr- I know the Montez Sweat deals for the long term, but like you don't make certain moves thinking you're going to be a losing team. Like you don't make that that signing of Ngakwe and think you're going to lose seven games out of your first ten, right? Like to me, and also I think the other difference is too. There's another guy in charge now. Like it's not just Ryan Poles; it's Kevin Warren making these decisions also. And I think if Kevin Warren wants Matt Eberflus out, Matt Eberflus is going to be out. I will say this. With John's call, the one thing I do agree with that I do think it, it gets misinterpreted at times uh, was Ryan Poles is the one that hired Matt Eberflus. Oh, absolutely. Like, absolutely. Don't, don't, allow Eberf- don't allow Poles to not get the, mm-hmm. um, what would you say? What would you call that? The, the demerit for a bad? No, give him the credit for hiring a bad coach. Yeah, like like I... I don't think it was a situation where he was told that that's the guy he had to hire. I yeah. think Eberflus was his pick. Mm-hmm. I think it's been documented. I, I think that any idea that the McCaskies or someone else told him he had to hire Eberflus, I don't believe that. No, I don't believe it either. I think it's his pick. It was a bad head coaching hire. Yeah. He's going to get another. He'll likely get another chance at quarterback. Mm-hmm. And then it will be up to him to put on yeah. a, a good product on the field and a winning football team. Yeah. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Friday night calls. All calls welcome. It's sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Walking up dollar on a Friday night. Call calls welcome. Sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Each night around 6.50, we play for you the song of the night. I want to rock! Turn up the volume and don't touch that dial because it's time for... What dial? There's there's no dial on my phone. Yeah, it's just an... Ah, never mind. Crank the volume because it's time for Black and Abdallah's Song of the Night. Yo, Larry. Oh, baby, it's a good one. Tonight's song, we go to Metallica. Turn the page from 1998. Black and Abdallah, the Song of the Night. Metallica.
listening to Turn the Page by Metallica by Bob Seger. So November 16, 1998, this this was a single release from the album Garage Inc. from Metallica. 25 years ago? Yesterday. 25 years ago yesterday. We had the song pulled yesterday, but then we also uh, saw the Better Than Ezra song, and we wanted to feature that as well. Uh, So yeah, November 16, 1998. This song was released as a single 25 years ago. It was obviously from Bob Seger originally from 1973. Well, originally it was his song from 1973. Um, I do want to mention this as uh, I saw my neighbor coming into uh, our building last night. He saw Better Than Ezra last night at the House of Blues. Were they better than Ezra? He said it was great. But they talked about it at the show that it was their 30 years from his release. And that's what we talked about last night in the Song of the Night. How random is that? Which is wild because I had no idea that they were in Chicago. Did not know that they were there. It's also the second time that's happened to us because when we played Lauryn Hill, she was at the United Center. That night, she was there. And I had no idea. We had no idea. None. None. Uh, Yeah, so uh, we had the song pulled for yesterday. Uh, We're playing it tonight because it's a Friday. It's Metallica. It's good. And also... What is this, the 13th? 12th. This is the 12th Metallica song we featured here on the Song of the Night. Yeah, we kind of like Metallica. I don't know if you know this. Uh, you're still invited uh, in the summer when they come back here uh, at Soldier Field, them in Pantera, or what's left of Pantera, to go see them. So just so everyone knows, Chris is invited. So we don't have any controversy. I love this album, though. Some people don't like Garage Inc. because it's all covers. Well, I like it. I like them doing Die, Die, My Darling. This is a great song. Whiskey in the Jar is awesome. Whiskey in the Jar is an all-time great. And their cover of Tuesday's Gone. Yeah, Tuesday's Gone is, is good. so good. I, I think it's, um, I understand. It's not original. No, it's not. Uh, but it's cool. It, it, it still works. It's fine. It's not their worst album, I'll tell you that. It's definitely not their worst. Oh, no. Absolutely not. St. Anger is garbage. Most of Death Magnetic garbage. What about the one that came out last year or two years ago? I kind of like that one. Oh, What's no, the, uh, the yellow one? Yeah, yeah. What it's is it? okay. It's fine. It's pretty good. It's okay. It's better than St. Anger. And I'll put this on before I put on the symphony one. Oh, I like the symphony one. I like some of the songs. Yeah, that's a good one. I like some of the songs. Yeah, it's nice. I like Hero of the Day. Yeah. It's okay. That's a good one. Yeah, Grodzik, I, I never had like a, a um, stance against it. You know, like some guys, like they, they want to prove how metal they are. So they're like, oh, that's a bunch of crap. I won't listen to that. They cut their hair. I'm not listening. <laughs> uh, yeah. no, well, that's the real question. Do you guys like, like load and reload? Yeah, yeah. There, there's some yeah, good songs on fine. load and reload. I don't mind at, it. They're good yeah. rock albums. Yeah. Is it, is it the whatever metal that they were Thrash playing metal off, of, from off the of start? Ride the Lightning and Justice? No. But guess what? Kids, bands evolve. I get it. It's a little more commercial. I understand. You it's want to not, talk about it's not what it was at its start. You want to talk about evolving? One of the best rappers of all time put out a flute album today. No raps, just flutes from yeah. Andre 3000. Oh. You going to listen to that? With all the edibles, maybe. That can be a song of the night. Uh, just choose a night when I'm not here. They're 15 minute songs. <laughs> 15 minutes of flute playing. Metallica. All right, so your song of the night. How about this? 25 years ago yesterday, this was released as a single. Turn the page from Metallica. Originally Bob Seger from 1973. It's your song of the night.
up the volume and don't touch that dial because dial. it's time for... What dial? There's, there's no dial on my phone. Yeah, it's just an... Exp- ah, never mind. Crank the volume because it's time for Black and Abdullah's Song of the Night. Yo, later. We'll be back in two minutes. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.